Speaking can scare the daylights out of a lot of us. My advice to speakers is if you don't know what to talk about, talk about two minutes. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Humor is a gift from God, don't you think? But you and I both know that it can get out of hand. We've all heard dirty jokes, like the one about the white horse that fell into a mud puddle. Ask any comedian and they'll admit that raunchy humor is easier. They call it the easy laugh, but it leaves you feeling like you've been rolling around in a pig pen. There are a few things I enjoy more than speaking at comedy events, sometimes for corporations. Afterwards, without fail, people come up to me and comment on how bald I am. Then they'll thank me for keeping my humor clean. One guy at a corporate event said to me afterwards, How did you do that? You didn't even swear. I laugh when I hear this, but it also makes me sad. Because when we stoop so low for a laugh, it isn't so funny. Not to me. I think we should take 96% of the comedians out there and introduce them to my mother. She would give them a lesson on the importance of clean speech, set them straight, then wash their mouths out with soap. But how do we keep our humor clean? Where's the line? How do we sanctify our comedy? Here are three things to consider before you tell a joke. Ready? Number one, for the many of you taking notes, make sure it builds people up. doesn't tear them down. We've all probably sat down with couples who seem to find it acceptable to say terrible things about each other as long as they add a laugh at the end. To me, that's not okay. At a 50th wedding anniversary, the elderly husband staggered to his feet and lifted his glass for a toast. He looked down at his bride of many years and said these words, After 50 years, I've found you tried and true. His wife was hard of hearing. She looked up at him and said, What's that? Raising his voice a few decibels, he said it again. After 50 years, I've found you tried and true. What's that? His wife said again, adjusting her hearing aid. A third time, the husband shouted, After 50 years, I've found you tried and true. Oh yeah, said the wife, standing to her feet. After 50 years, I'm tired of you too. Husbands and wives, I hope you're not tired of each other. And before you tell a joke, make sure it's the kind of joke that will leave people smiling long after they laugh. Before talking about my wife in public, I run my jokes past her for editing. It's kept us happily married a long time. Build each other up. Secondly, make sure your humor doesn't make people squirm. If you're about to tell a joke that will get laughs from 43% of the audience, but leave the others staring at the floor, don't tell it. If your 92-year-old Amish grandmother is in agony with a bunion at the base of her big toe, you may not want to joke about the bunion. But your Uncle Merv, the podiatrist, may find bunion jokes hilarious. Did you hear the one about the two bunions? Know your audience. Thirdly, guard your heart and your lips. I believe that the most intelligent jokes are clean ones. They're not easy to think up. They don't leave a sour taste in your mouth, though, or keep you glancing awkwardly at your neighbors. Clean humor is a great gift to a discouraged heart. I said to someone, Ever notice how slowly sound travels in the teenage years? Things I told my teenagers years ago are just starting to get through. He said to me, You know what? It's been a tough week. One of our teens isn't doing so well. I needed a laugh. In Ephesians 5.4, we read this, Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead, let there be thanksgiving. So, make sure your humor builds people up and doesn't tear them down. Make sure your humor doesn't make people squirm. And guard your heart and your lips. I think that's the keys to some great, clean comedy. Keep it clean. Let your laughter lead to thanksgiving. I'm thankful for the life God has given me through His Son, Jesus. I'm thankful for those who make me laugh. I believe God loves it when we laugh, and I believe he laughs along with us too. No joke. 
We all love a miracle story. So this Easter season, let's rejoice in the most wonderful miracle in all of history. Our Savior conquered death and made a sacrifice that changed everything. Because He is risen, we can enjoy an intimate relationship with God that will last forever. Isn't that a cause for celebration? Happy Easter! And remember, you can support this ministry of hope and joy at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.